0: News or Propaganda, Not All Media Outlets in China Are Created Equal by Sarah Zheng Beijing's tight grip on information has created a media landscape that spans from government mouthpieces and news outlets that routinely push the boundaries of news reporting in mainland China. Every Tuesday and Thursday, Inkstone explains and unravels the ideas and context behind the headlines to help you understand news about China. In response to growing worries in the U.S. over foreign meddling in elections, American social media companies have taken upon themselves to identify accounts run by foreign governments. YouTube, in 2018, began adding labels to state-owned media. Facebook followed suit several months before the 2020 presidential elections, while Twitter has taken the extra step of limiting the spread of posts made by outlets and people affiliated with a foreign government. But blanket labeling of Chinese media as state-affiliated, as Twitter does, glosses over the important differences between the credibility of government mouthpieces like China's CCTV and more independent-minded Chinese outlets such as Xin. While Beijing continues to maintain a tight grip on information in mainland China, understanding its media landscape will be crucial to figuring out what information from the mainland to trust and what to take with a grain of salt. Positive reporting all media outlets in China must navigate a labyrinth of political landmines in order to survive. They routinely receive official directives for reporting and practice various degrees of self-censorship of sensitive topics, such as the bloody 1989 crackdown on protests in Tiananmen Square. Offending publications could face reprisals or lose their licenses to operate. Under Chinese President Xi Jinping, the ruling Chinese Communist Party has put stricter limits on independent reporting. Xi has urged Chinese media outlets to tell the China story well and has said that media run by the government need to strictly adhere to the party's leadership and focus on positive reporting. China is the world's biggest jailer of journalists, according to the Committee to Protect Journalists. Reporters often face harassment and surveillance by the authorities during their work. A political spat between Beijing and Washington in early 2020 led to the expulsion of reporters working at several American news outlets, including the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal, further curtailing news reporting in the country. State mouthpieces Beijing operates several official state-owned outlets meant to directly reflect the party's positions, including the People's Daily, the largest newspaper in the country. Examples of recent headlines in the People's Daily include These words from General Secretary Xi, in a tribute to medical workers, warmed people's hearts. And why do Chinese people love the Communist Party of China so much? Other key state media organs include broadcaster China Central Television, CCTV, which produces the daily evening news program, Xinwen Lianbo, as well as news agency Xinhua, the English-language paper China Daily, and the tabloid Global Times. These outlets, which operate hundreds of foreign bureaus worldwide, help the party spread its message domestically and internationally. State media are also the medium for Beijing to make important announcements. China's leading infectious disease expert, Zhong Nanshan, first confirmed human-to-human transmission of the coronavirus in an interview on CCTV, and details of the national security law in Hong Kong were first published in state media. In late 2019, Thousands of state media reporters and editors were asked to take a nationwide exam to test their loyalty to Xi. Semi independent Chinese media. While all Chinese media are subject to restrictions by the party, there are outlets that regularly push the boundaries of reporting. The paper, a Shanghai based outlet, covers stories that state media would not, such as official corruption and labor scandals including interviewing a former Huawei employee who was detained on extortion charges after seeking severance. Its journalists said they intentionally published both lively propaganda pieces and critical reporting to maintain space in the system, according to research from scholars Maria Rabnikova and Fang Kecheng. During the novel coronavirus outbreak, Chinese outlets were at the forefront of on-the-ground and investigative reporting from Wuhan. Beijing-based Xin ran investigative stories from Wuhan, including about how information was suppressed at the hospital that employed whistleblower doctor Li Wenliang, who died from the coronavirus after he was punished for raising the alarm early on. Ren Wu, or People magazine, also published an interview with Ai Fun, director of the emergency department at a Wuhan hospital, about how she was reprimanded for alerting people about the coronavirus. The piece was later removed, but internet users reposted the article in various forms, including in different languages, to try to circumvent censors. Other independent outlets include the Beijing-based magazine Tai Jing and the liberal-leaning Guangzhou paper Southern Weekly, where staff went on strike in 2013 after government censors revised a New Year's editorial to praise the party rather than call for respecting the Constitution. New Media the rise of social media has also led to the popularity of self media, or individuals writing and publishing content on platforms such as WeChat, the all encompassing Chinese social media platform. These self publishers and bloggers, as well as traditional media outlets, post content to social media accounts in WeChat and the microblogging platform Weibo. These include College Daily, a popular WeChat account catered toward overseas Chinese students as well as political commentator Ren Yi, the grandson of prominent party figure Ren Yi, who writes on social media under the pseudonym Chairman Rabbit. Another example is popular comedian Papi Jiang, whose real name is Jiang Yilei. She has gained more than 33.2 million followers on Weibo for her sarcastic videos about daily life and relationships. But these self-media accounts have also faced increasing government restrictions. In July 2020, China's internet regulator launched a nationwide campaign to step up the management of self-media, including an effort to clean up false or misleading information, spam, and other illicit content. Other new media outlets in recent years include the startup Pear Video, an online short video platform, as well as live-streaming platforms and video-sharing social network Douyin. These have all been subject to more regulatory scrutiny and censorship as part of the government's broader campaigns to police its internet.